TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. It's the Score North Twin Show. It is the Score North AL Central Champions Twins Show, live from Bombasota, the land of 10,000 ranks. Rami Makloff and Derek Wetmore here with you. We are recording this on a Monday, October 21st. Derek Wetmore, the World Series, starts tonight in Houston. And might I point out, sir, that had the Twins made the World Series, they would have home field advantage. And Game 1 would be scheduled to be played at Target Field today. And I watched you walking in as I was pulling into the parking lot. (laughs) And uh, you were wearing a raincoat, sir, because it will be raining from last night until tomorrow morning, pretty much. And game one of the World Series would have been delayed because they didn't hashtag put a roof on it, Derek Wetmore. Just Get wanted to it. point that out. Get over Just it. Just wanted to point that well, out. You said you had something to surprise me had with Had the, the Twins jump. made it to the World Series, I would have gotten so many followers and they put a roof on it movement today. <laughs> Doesn't it start? Today, today would have been the day. That the movement would have taken a huge step forward. Were you just absorbing body blows all summer on beautiful nights at Target Field as people said, this is worth it, that you're just like, "Uh, they're right today, but one day they might not be. No, they're never right because there's this thing called the retractable roof where uh, you can get the best of both worlds, Derek Wetmore. It's 2019 and technology is amazing. It's amazing. Just just saying. Hashtag, I didn't know we were going to hash this out again today. Hashtag put a roof on it. So, But like I was saying, the World Series starts tonight. Astros. Start Tuesday? Or, I'm sorry. Yeah, tomorrow. I thought we were doing Tuesday, Wednesday here. That's right. It'll still be raining tomorrow. It's, it will. It will. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not trying to get out of my argument. I'm I just sorry. want to make sure the listeners are I'm sorry. Not my panicking. apologies. My You're apologies. Good. All right. So, yeah, the World Series starts tomorrow. And uh, it's, a, it's a great matchup if you love pitching, Derek Wetmore. This is going to be a fun series if you like pitching. Yeah, and I'm trying to figure out who has the edge here. I think a lot of people are going to say Astros because starting in the, I don't know, the beginning part of the season, Washington was like not a playoff team. So that that's the start of the conversation. But then even through this postseason run, not to say that Houston hasn't been tested, and obviously Washington got there first, so... You you might say, well, they carved through it better, but that's not the perception that I've had from watching the games. Is like Houston is just this force that had to face, yeah, some great teams, obviously. Um, and Washington, I would not have watched this postseason not knowing the scores of the games or anything and said, yeah, that's the best team in the National League. They were 12 games under five hundred, I think, at one point. I think it was the the, the number that Ricey keeps tweeting out, I think was 19-31. and 31. <sighs> Looking like the manager's on the hot seat, and yeah. let's pull the plug on this thing. Yeah. Bryce Just is gone. Just Bryce Harper. You took that body blow. <sighs> and here they are. Here they are. Somebody actually, before we get into our predictions and all that kind of stuff, yeah. somebody asked me yesterday, Rami, and I don't know the answer because I don't text with Bryce Harper. How do you think that guy's feeling today? Super rich. Yeah, that's yeah, what I said. Super duper rich. That's what I said. <laughs> There's, part of it is the money can make up for it, but the other part of it is like, I don't know. At a certain level of money, there's more to life than money. Also, who's to say that if he stays in Washington that they're going to the World Series? A lot of the money that they offered Bryce Harper went to other guys. Well, right. But either way, like the perception, the narrative is you got out and then they went to the World Series. Okay. And I'm 
I'm wiping my tears away with $100 bills. Thank you very much. <laughs> I don't know, man. And I don't I, and like I see Nationals fans with like funny jerseys rubbing it in or 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 pointing out that Bryce Harper left and like I don't I don't get that. I'm now personally, I've never had my favorite player and the biggest star player on my team leave at their peak, but my general philosophy is I don't ever blame a guy for going and getting his money. Like we're, we all work for money. Like, yeah, we want to be happy and money doesn't 100% determine your happiness. But when it comes to your profession, generally we all want to earn as much as we possibly can. And that's what Bryce Harper went and did. God bless him. Like, <laughs> Otherwise, it's a charity, right? <laughs> right, exactly. He didn't owe anything to the Washington Nationals. They didn't come with as good a deal as the Phillies came with. That's all. It's that simple. Yeah, I don't. And if I'm him, it's a business decision. No, so I don't. I'm not regretting it right now. I don't at blame all. a guy like even one little bit. But I do wonder. It does. Does a part of it? Would you, if you could say hindsight, take the championships? And I say this like it's a foregone conclusion that Washington wins multiple rings. I just mean like it as a as a thought experiment philosophically. Rami, would you rather play on a winning playoff team with chances to win World Series? Or, hey, I'll take a 20% pay raise and just we're good here. Whatever happens, happens. If it's an either or, I might take a little bit less money to yeah, get the championship. because I think I'm door number one. But who's to say Bryce Harper exactly. won't win a World Series? No, that's right. That's a very long, very lucrative deal. He has a lot of, he'll get a lot of chances while earning a lot of money to win a World Series. Yep, don't disagree with you there at all. And that's a good team in Philadelphia, despite what happened this summer. Who's to say in three years from now we're not looking at a Phillies team and going, man, this thing is a powerhouse. They could win two or three World Series. They you got know what Strasburg, I mean? they right. got Scherzer, yeah. they <laughs> got Bryce Harper. It's bizarro world exactly. Philadelphia. We don't know. It's the same thing. It's, it's the reverse thing that I always say about – if you sign a free agent and they have a bad first year and everybody starts to panic or starts to point and laugh and go, ha-ha, glad we didn't sign that guy. Sure. Like, Bryce Harper didn't sign a deal to win a World Series in his first year. Right. He signed a deal to make a whole bunch of money and went to an organization that he thinks is going to give him a chance to win World Series for years to come. Yeah. So pointing and laughing right now is short-sighted and misguided, in, in my opinion. Bryce Harper will have chances to win World Series. And he's going to be super rich while doing it. Yeah, super duper rich. <laughs> uh, for the Phillies to win the 2020 World Series, target Brian Dozier, Fernando Rodney, Kurt Suzuki, all these former twins that just keep popping up, and now they're going to a World Series. Dozier I think goes that's to the, the World formula. Series every year. That's 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 sort of the thing he does. Easily the off-season signing of the year because people say, "Ah, oh, DJ LeMayhew, yeah, he had a great run." Well, how many World Series does he have a chance to win this year? Ben Zobrist was that guy for a minute. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Kansas City, yep. went to Chicago. Yep. Where Still he at was Chicago. No, before he was in Kansas City, he went to a World Series, I think. With the Rays? Uh, where else did he go? All might right. have, I might have been with the Rays. Hey producer, just look that up for us real quick. <laughs> you get a second. Chime in when you got it. <laughs> I think he won a World Series the year before he won it with the Royals. Well, he was on Oakland in 2015. I had forgotten that. Okay, then I'm wrong. 15 and then got traded to the Royals. That's when they went to the World Series. 16 with the Cubs. He was an all-star that year, and he's been with the Cubs ever since. Okay, then I was wrong. Except for that brief time this summer when he wasn't a Cub and the salary cap 
uh, salary cap, luxury tax kind of worked out in Chicago's favor, and then it he was, was back with the Cubs. It was weird. How it was that really a strange coincidence. It was, that was odd. I don't understand it. But it, it, I mean, it didn't work out in their favor in the end. So I wasn't going to pin you down on this and Cubs Cardinals <laughs> and make this a thing. But I sent you a note this morning reminding you that the way you feel about Cardinals yes. and Cardinals fans. Yes. Twins fans have that same feeling about the Yankees and Yankees fans. So you took great joy in not Jose me personally. Altuve. Oh, Twins fans took great joy in Jose Altuve hitting. Not, hitting not me personally. Off. Although, how epic was that? That he just like I, I tweeted that it's just it was so nonchalant. It was legendary. Did you see the video from the Astros radio booth? Oh, I haven't seen that. No, no, no. Off. It's so good. Really? It's so good. Okay. And the announcer does. I don't spend a lot of time in press boxes. A little, a little too sterile for my liking. It's cool every once in a while. I feel you. Um, but does the no cheering in the press box apply to play-by-play guys and color analysts? <sighs> That's such a great area because he literally jumped out of his chair <laughs> and was pumping both fists in the air as he called Jose Altuve rounding the bases on that walk off to win the ALCS. I'll have to see it. I'm all for passion. It was so a start there. It was and great. He's probably in some separated booth there too, like radio, because you can't just have the ambient sound piping right. into your game play-by-play, so yeah. they are in their own secluded room. I would think that's probably He okay. literally stood up out of his chair. <laughs> At Rami is tweeting. I retweeted it if okay. you're looking for an easy way to find that's it. That's pretty good. But Twins fans, follow on Twitter. give this. You are a good follow on Twitter. I can't <laughs> can confirm. Except, like, just do, here's how you, here's no, how you follow. Do that. Yep, this no, is you're conditional. you're going to out on the full experience. No, no, no. Follow <laughs> Rami is tweeting, and then mute the phrase "put a roof on it," and you get the the perfect pure Rami experience. People have told me that they've done that, and I've found ways to like get put a roof it, on it, get around it, put a roof on it. Hashtag put a retractable like, roof. Damn on it, it! I muted this. How are you getting through? This? How are you getting this through my timeline? It's pretty good. It's pretty good. But to Twins fans who were going through the misery and the pain of the Yankees getting you eliminated from the postseason, maybe you took a little bit of shot in Freuda over the weekend from Jose Altuve knocking the Yankees out of the playoffs and Aaron Judge saying after the fact, yeah, no, this season's a failure. So there you go. The Yankee season, also a failure. Hey, in the black and white dichotomy world of World Series enjoy, or failure. Enjoy that tasty little morsel, Twins fans. <laughs> Savor that. It's what you got for the winner. Sure, yeah. It's what you got. So I see nothing wrong with that. I see nothing wrong with taking joy. In your your enemy's demise. I didn't get the sense throughout the series that there were a ton of Twins fans like actively tweeting and rooting and cheering for the Astros. But then when Altuve walked it off, I think it was pretty clear on Twitter.com that Twins fans were, oh, hey. It was the reverse Homer Simpson into the bush. (laughs) That meme appeared and they said, oh, how's the season, Yankees? It was, was, uh, you know, good for them. And an epic moment, just if you're a baseball fan, just a really cool moment in an ALCS for Jose Altuve to do that. Yeah. That was great. Wow. That was really cool. And let's uh, let's segue this into the World Series because what got the Houston Astros through it was pitching. I mean, they have a great and deep lineup, and even without Jordan Alvarez's bat, you know, going ice cold in the postseason, they still just have monster after monster after monster in that lineup, and... The Yankees, I think, would have had a better chance if that game hadn't gotten rained out. Don't say anything. I'm going to move past your comment and just say that the Yankees starting pitching Mm -hmm. probably would have set them up a little bit better and their bullpen strategy could have been more effective if they would have got a game off in there somewhere. If ifs and buts were candy and nuts, right? Right. They don't have that luxury and Houston's answer to a rain delay is Justin Verlander and Garrett Cole. Take that. Like, 
here you go, our best against your tired bullpen. Right. You like your odds if you're And a Houston. really good bullpen. And the Yankees yeah, bullpen oh yeah. the Yankees bullpen essentially is their ace. That's a good point. That's the ace of their pitching staff is their bullpen. And you can't constantly pitch your ace on short rest or no rest and expect right. it to be 100% exactly. caliber. Where do you favor um, the two great starting pitchers at the top of both rotations? From a pitching standpoint, have you gone through it to figure out Washington or Houston, who you give the edge? Well, game one is uh, Scherzer and Cole. <laughs> That's going to be so much fun. Jeez, man. This is the baseball game that you have circled on your calendar. Are those the two most Every dominant year? pitchers in baseball right now? They're up there. I mean, they're on the very, very short list. I mean, this moment. I don't mean, like, big picture, like, in 2019. I mean, and I don't even just, like, obviously, there's only two teams playing right now. But, I mean, like, in September and in October, those guys well, yeah. have put their teams on their back. Short and list, carried man. Them here. Strasburg's on that list. JV's on that list, although on short rest he wasn't as I was just going to say, in game two, you have two other guys who are in that conversation. Strasburg versus Verlander. Oh, gosh. Yeah. But Masahiro Tanaka might be on that short list. Walker Bueller certainly on that short. But yes, to answer your question in like the most succinct way possible, these are two of the top like five guys in baseball right now at this very moment, pitching with their team's season effectively on the line. Game one doesn't decide a series every time, but it goes a pretty long way. It's a pretty good start to win game one in a seven-game set. When you look at the three phases that are going to win a series, and that's starting pitching, bullpen, and lineup. Starting pitching is very similar, but I think once you get to the third pitcher and you're talking about Granky versus Corbin, Zach Granky is a little bit better than Corbin, isn't it? Isn't that where the edge starts to show? I don't know. I love Patrick Corbin. I, I think that one's pretty even, too. I Like, that acquisition— Wait, weren't both those guys in the D-backs rotation like a year ago? Yeah, okay. yeah. that's going to be a fun <laughs> matchup, potentially. Uh, yeah, I, I actually think he's a really good pitcher. So you think across the board this is— Dude, it's crazy because, and then you can choose too to go back to your game one guy, or you can figure something else out. Bullpens. I haven't seen really enough of Washington because I don't watch as much National League throughout the course of the summer. My my perception of Washington was that their bullpen was leaky. They were top heavy and not good enough after that. They were actually near the bottom in the National League in bullpen okay. in the regular season. Okay, that adds up. I and don't know. I don't know if somebody has stepped it up and gotten hot in the postseason, but in the regular season they were near the bottom of the National League. Well, and I'm fascinated too because Washington what I just described of their bullpen like kind of describes their team to me. You got not I hate the phrase stars and scrubs. It always makes me think of Zach Braff. But <laughs> I hate the phrase because it's like of course, every team's going to have better players than their bad players. If you could just have 25 good players, that'd be a pretty good place to start. Sure. But also a good place to start, Alex Bregman. You know, also a good place to start, Anthony Rendon. Like, a superstar helps. What I'm saying with Washington, and this is more the case for the Nats than the Astros, in my personal opinion, is they have top-end talent and then don't fill it up all the way. They don't, they don't fill out the roster with right. studs. With guys, with right. dudes, they've got they've got a team with some really great players, and are their great players enough to overcome Houston's great players plus depth? That's the story of the. No, series I think to Houston me. has the edge when you start looking at the depth. That's where I was going with it. As you look at Houston's lineup, it's just a little bit deeper. I think Houston's starting pitching is just a little bit deeper. The bullpens, 
Houston's probably a little bit better in bullpen, but they had their issues during the regular season. I know they started to figure it out and level out near the end of the regular season, but they've they've had their bullpen issues throughout the season. I think they're just a little bit deeper across the board, and that will be the difference. But this Nationals team, man, the hottest team in baseball since they were 19 and 31. They're they're sort of, well, I don't want to say the flip side of what the, the Twins were because the Twins never really got super cold like the the Nationals started the season off but that's 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 a super hot and super confident team right now and you get the sense that they are really in the moment like when they talk about one game at a time they really mean it when they were up 3 nothing on the Cardinals they they didn't ease up or take their foot off the pedal at all they they put a foot on the throat of the Cardinals and I enjoyed watching it but that's not really <laughs> my point my point is that this is a team that's really confident that's really going one game at a time and just doing whatever they have to do to win and that's I think that's an intangible you have to consider here the Astros are a little bit more talented but the Nationals are really feeling themselves right now yeah and I do wonder in the course of a seven game series like how does that intangible that you talk about how does that play out because I also think I'm hearing you say that, say those words. I think that's the Astros too. That's what I think is, this is a very special Astros team. Like in 20 years, we're going to be looking back at this era of baseball and being like, wow, can you believe the run the Astros went on? I don't oh, know how long it'll last. Last week, the, the Cubs have a chance to be the best team of the last five years. If the Astros don't go to a World Series, that's that's past. The Astros are the best team of the last five years. Yeah, so the Cubs The latter gonna... half of this decade belongs yeah. to the Astros. Yeah, okay. That's big of you to admit. For sure. I'm I'm proud Thank you. to I'm a big be your man. co-host. I'm a big man. It, they are amazing. The Cubs, of course, had a great run. And when you were talking about that, I was like, well, if we're being prisoner of the moment, it's the Astros. And now the Astros have a chance to win another World Series title. Right. It's different. Um, that quality that you're talking about, that innate, like, you don't feel down. You know, like, look— in the clincher against the Yankees, they could have blown that game. They could have gone, well, this is a tricky bullpen spot. And like, oh, but, oh, there've been weather kind of changed our plans. And there was a travel day. And like, ah, this is just a tough circumstance. And we got the cushion and we got Garrett Cole. So, you know what? We'll get him tomorrow. Right. And they didn't. They were like, no, nah, man, screw that. Altuve. Right. Bomba. There were things leading up to that. It, obviously, it wasn't just Altuve deciding that this game's over because Araldis Chapman can't get me out. Which is the approach? I mean, you can see he you see walks. The look on Chapman's face, by the way. He just couldn't help but smile. Bemused. Is that how I would describe the look on his face? And I like, didn't go back. I haven't seen. Have really you seen just happen? interviews? Does just do that to me. Have no, you seen I his response? No. Oh, I'd be. Yeah, I haven't either. But I, I'd be fascinated to know. Like that's not going to go over very well. I would think in New York. Probably not. You're supposed to be sad face, right? And you were kind of happy face. Yeah. No, but I got the expression. Sure. Like you're this giant of a man who throws a million miles an hour, and little strike, and little Jose Altuve is rounding the bases after he just ended the ALCS on you. (laughs) You just stand there going, "This little dude just do that." Wow, how about that? That's crazy. (laughs) I know. I I think the Astros have that intangible, and I think it starts with Altuve and Bregman, and to maybe to a lesser extent Springer. But you just get the sense from some of those guys. That, and again, they're not a perfect, you know, team without its flaws. Sure. But they just have this, like, scrapper mentality, which is crazy to me for a 107-win baseball team. You're supposed to just sort of have that cocky edge of, ah, well, 
if we're down, whatever. I'd pick some the, of our guys will hit some bobas. I'd pick the Astros, but not in a super confident manner. Like it's not even eighty twenty confidence. Like I would say it's probably sixty forty, seventy thirty that I'm picking the Astros with. I think okay. the, I think this could go either way. I think the Nationals can pull this off, but the Astros are definitely favored. Astros in six. I'm gonna go. It's so t- I I I don't think Washington is as good of a team, but I'm doing the thing where you pick your NCAA bracket based on knowing everyone's going to take whatever the right. flavor of the year is. Yeah. Virginia and Duke to go to the Final Four, and I want to get like a Gonzaga in there. Sure, Nats in seven. Nats in seven. Derek Wetmore calling his shot. I just I don't know how the series is going to go, and I'm so here for it. Like I'm really excited about this. A little sad that. There are somewhere between four and seven baseball games left this year, and then we're done. Poof. Yeah. But. NBA season is starting. It's not the same for You me. can all sit in on Raised by Wolves. It's not the same for me. Tottenham's <laughs> having a tough year in the EPL, so. I don't even know what that means. I'll, I'll explain it to you. I don't know, I don't know what language you started speaking. <laughs> it's It sucks. This is, this is a, <laughs> it's a fun time of baseball season, and it's a sad time. Um, it's kind of like the reason I think I shared this with you, Rami, that my favorite day of the Major League Baseball season is game number two. Yes. The pomp and circumstance of game one is over. Now it's just The baseball. casual baseball fans who are going to come and pay attention to one game and then the World Series, they're gone. Thank you for coming. Thank you for buying snacks and peanuts and beer and uh, jersey and a stuffed plush squirrel. That's awesome. Thank you for supporting the sport. Now let's get to baseball. Right. It's the opposite right now. I'm so jacked. I'm so excited. This is going to be such a fun pitching matchup. And, of course, pitchers' duels are the best kind of baseball. That's been well established. But then it's then it's over. Then it's winter. It's going to be so raining. sad when you said that. Like, I know this is a podcast. People can't see your face. But you got so sad when you said, and then it's over. Like, I'm a professional voice actor. You sounded like a little kid who, like... <laughs> Christmas is over? It stinks, man. It? it stinks. I'm conflicted about how to feel at the start of the World Series need, every year. Do we need to make Derek Goes to the Movies a twice-a-week feature on Score North Live because you just don't have anything else to do with your time? Uh, oh, no. Trust me. Like, I'm already... I'm, I'm, we're into week two of this. I carved out time for Rocky 1. Yes. I still have yet to find time to watch Tommy Boy. You gotta watch Tommy it's Boy. It's coming. It's That's coming. Thursday. You don't I'm, have a copy I can... Score North Live. I might, actually. Okay. I might. Do you own a DVD player? Uh yeah, we've got a oh you Xbox know downstairs. no it's at my parents' house. That's I was not just looking work. through my uh, DVD collection back at my parents' house when I was there this weekend. That's not gonna work. It's not gonna work at all. Uh, do you I'm want not the tail? Ask them to ship it over. Do you want the tail? Well, I just visit your parents in the off season. Where <laughs> they are Chicago or Kenosha? Was... Oh, which is right know, on the border of I Illinois know and uh, Wisconsin. Sure, yeah. of course, right over yeah. by Waukesha. Um, depends. It's all relative. Tale of the tape. Do you want this before we uh, wrap up the sure. show? Yes. During the regular season, which has some merit, but of course doesn't decide the series, the Astros as an offense led the world in weighted on base average, the catch-all offensive metric that I prefer. If you're just if you only get one number, this is the one. Who's the best offense? Astros had a 355 woba. The Nationals were the sixth best offense in baseball by that measure. 336 woba. Just as a note of trivia, the Twins were second and the Yankees were third. Dodgers were fourth, Red Sox were fifth. So there you go. Starting pitching, I think you'd guess, well, who would you guess that starting pitching favored from tape to tape during the regular season who had the better rotation as measured by earned run average? I'm going to say the Nationals. 
Good guess. Because the Astros added Granky later in the season. So you're, if we're talking tape to tape. Yep, you're 100% right. The Nationals, by the s- slimmest of margins, 3.53 team ERA as a starting staff. The Astros were third in baseball. Nationals were second. Uh, bullpen. I would have guessed favored the Astros, but I don't know. Let's pull this up. And, oh, my gosh, it's not close. <laughs> the Houston Astros. Wow, good guess, Wetmore. Really went on a limb there. The Astros finished second in Major League Baseball with a 3.75 bullpen ERA. The Nationals finished second to last with a 5.68 bullpen ERA. That might be the difference in this series right there. Yeah. Yeah. Lineups are a little bit closer than I thought, and I knew the starting rotations were close. That's a huge disparity in bullpens. I feel terrible about my Nats and seven pick now. You want to go back on it? I can't. You it's stick on with tape. that? It's on tape. So you got Nats and seven. I got Astros and six. We probably won't know by the next time you and I convene, will we? I hope not. I hope there's seven games. I hope we have maximum amount of yeah, baseball Yeah, because you left. get really sad when there is no baseball. <laughs> yes, we've Super duper that. sad. Make sure you watch Tommy Boy before. Is it Wednesday or Thursday that you're in on Score North We'll Live? do Wednesday Score North Live. Wednesday Score North Live. So All right. Derek goes to the movie on uh, Score North Live And I have Wednesdays a short list of, uh, of scary movies for you to pick from. Dude. For your next one before I, we convene for Halloween. This is not the time to let you down or disappoint you. I'm not sure if I can pull the trigger on a scary movie. You can. We'll, we'll talk about it on Score North All right. Live. Sounds good. This has been the Score North AL Central Champions Twins Show, talking about the World Series. Next week, I want to talk about some of the implications of this World Series and the way these rosters are constructed and how that might guide the Twins in the offseason. For Derek Wetmore, I'm Robbie Makloff. Thanks for listening on Score North, scorenorth.com, the Score North mobile app, and wherever you download podcasts. My baseball friends, Mackie here for Federated Mutual Insurance Company. Business owners, I'm talking to you, and I've been one myself. I know what goes into it. You love it, but you're grinding every day, solving problems, taking care of employees. It helps tremendously to have an insurance company that gives you peace of mind as you navigate the challenges of running a business. When you partner with Federated, you get more than just a policy. You benefit from over a century of experience in making businesses as successful as they can be. Visit federatedinsurance.com to find your local representative. Federated Insurance, it's our business to protect yours. He knows you once ate an entire sheet cake. He knows your selfie life isn't your real life. He knows what goes down on the DMs. Shouldn't you know your dog better? Now you can learn his inner secrets with Embark, the highest rated dog DNA test. Unlocking over 350 breeds and screening for over 215 genetic health risks. Go to EmbarkVet.com and use promo code DNA. That's DNA to get $60 off an Embark Breed and Health Kit or Purebred Kit with free shipping. That's promo code DNA to save today.